everybody, what's up? It's your girl Joy Has Questions coming to you on Sunday, January, I don't know the date because I am fucking exhausted from work this week as well as all the shit I've had to do this weekend. Coming to you with another amazing episode and guess who I have today? We are going to get into the reason why that is, but I got my girl Jazz the Legend. You out here now got crisp ass metal straws. You got this Memoirs of a Geisha House coat on. Like you are looking like a bad bitch. I'm here for it. Thank you. Ta- thank you. Ta- <laughs> talk your shit. Like, Hi, guys. First and foremost, as I think we all have gotten into the cadence, you all know that I am very OCD. I'm very prompt. I'm very crisp when it comes to securing my interviews. Um, and my interview dropped an hour before the show, after I had scheduled this interview a good four weeks prior. So um, let me just say this as an you know, a, a, what do you call those things? Caveat. There we go. As a caveat. That's what I was about to say though. Okay. See, (laughs) shut up. Let me just, all jokes aside, let me say this as a caveat. It's not to be shady, um, or to diss anybody, but if I am sitting here booking things with you a good four to six weeks in advance, and then you cancel hours before, after I've already made accommodations for you beforehand, that just to me just shows like the level of commitment um, and this isn't something that I'm doing for kicks or something that I'm doing for fun or something that I'm like, oh man, I can just cancel and reschedule next week. No, the fuck you cannot because I book everyone else out now four weeks in advance. So we can try this again in March if I feel like it. And I think that's fair. I think so. People need to learn to stop wasting others time. S- say that again. Stop wasting people's time. Exactly. Especially when... With this being a scheduled show, as well as my producer having to bring people, um, you know, or rather having other shows as well, this is not the Joy Has Questions is monopolizing Weathers One Media. This is Joy Has Questions, who is one out of seven shows that is on my producer's network, who also has a full-time day job, which not only requires me to travel more than I ever have in my life, but then on top of it, I do a lot of DNI stuff inside of my day role. Everything in my life is accounted for. So if you out here thinking that, oh, I can just blow off Joyce Timer. Oh, she can understand. I can understand. And you can get to the end of this Rolodex. So I, you know, no hard, no foul. It's not me coming off with a bitchy attitude. It's not me trying to call out nobody because other than the people who have canceled, who are supposed to be on my show, they don't know. I mean, the, as audience members, they aren't aware of who those people are. You know who you are. Um, and I think that's just moving forward. Just be more accountable about other and respectful of other people's time. I know everyone loves having my, you know, cousin on the show. I actually get a lot of feedback from people being like, y'all are fucking hilarious. But, oh, what? (laughs) Give a bitch a new sewing. She just don't know how to act. (laughs) But no, uh, if I have set scheduled interviews or things that I'm trying to abide or adhere to, I'm not about to deal with people not canceling willy nilly and thinking my shit is like for kicks. It's not. That being said, I am going to move right into so according to IG. Everyone has been going the fuck up because of this government shutdown that now has concluded. I think you have made the statement how 45 is probably stupid enough to be like, I had the longest government yeah, shutdown. Not under his belt. I'm sure he's happy about <laughs> the he, biggest shutdown or the largest. Like it was the most televised. <laughs> like what? Like what is wrong with you, you insane person? Um, 
But yeah, so Nancy Pelosi, basically, I remember she stood outside the White House and was like, well, you know, we're not dealing with a normal presidency, (laughs) which was the most political way to say, y'all know he's an idiot. What do you expect me to do? Um, But yeah, so the shutdown is now, I guess, temporarily rescinded. From that, I just basically want your opinion You're big on conspiracy theories. I personally think the only reason that it is kind of rescinded is because the NFL, the Super Bowl is coming up. That's a big travel day. They can't afford to have planes just not even flying. Yeah, that. And I know he really wants to do his big speech. The State of the Union is coming up No, It was something that he, it's some speech he was supposed to give. And she was like, well, until the government. Exactly. So I think that played into, I think it all has to do with him getting what he wants and it being convenient for him. Not so much reaching a deal that works for everybody. Especially when I'm just like, also, can we give a slow hand clap to the air traffic? Because I was like, let me tell you one thing. When you need these coordinates and these grids to work correctly, I'm calling in sick. I, I suddenly have a case of I can't pay my rent. So, <laughs> or I have a fever of that's caused by a deferred mortgage. So I'm out this bitch until further notice. He hopped on that horn too swift and was like, I guess we're going to have to sit there and <laughs> <laughs> rethink some things. You know, the American people. I saw videos of people talking about how they had been pawning furniture. This poor woman's talking about how she was like considering pawning her wedding ring. Like the Secretary of Commerce, who was worth two point four billion, this clown came out and said, "Well, why don't they just get a loan? If you're paycheck to paycheck, in order to establish credit, you have to be deemed as trustworthy, quote unquote. So if you are a paycheck to paycheck person, I don't think you got a credit score of six forty. That's just you know an assumption on my part. Yeah." idiots like it really is just a bunch of out of touch old white touchy feely perv men and i'm just like what what world are you living in yeah i wish i could give you more but i you know i don't watch the news or really follow too much of what is going on with the government so i think it's just funny every every time i try to get jasper to watch the news she literally goes my soul just is she gets it's like very lauren hill like my soul just won't lie <laughs> true i truly feel like depleted watching the news it's, it really affects me so i have to like for my own sanity i have to not pay attention to that i find stuff out on instagram and twitter i go to twitter every morning to see what's trending it's like is this shit get real in the last <laughs> eight hours and do i need to start the left hemisphere is reportedly <laughs> shut down and closed as Canada, Mexico, and California ain't talking to nobody. Did he press the button today? Yeah. (laughs) But that's the extent of my news watching. I guess the thing for me is I have have definitely scaled back on the news I watch just because I definitely believe that there are agendas at work. Um, And having worked in news, I've seen these agendas come into play. So it's just a thing for me of like, I don't deal or do well with that. But then also like on the flip side, as much as I don't want to watch the news, the elections are like, it's 2019. The elections are 2020. So I'm like, that means p- treat, treat the government or politics like a social calendar. They are gearing up to like, what states are we hitting? What are our weak points? Like, this is high time to like, start educating yourself. True. Um, so in terms of running for presidency, who uh, Bernie Sanders threw his hat back in. He ain't going to get the Democratic <laughs> nod uh elizabeth warren we have kamala burke 
who, let me just say this, and I know people are going to be like, Joy, how could you? If I had to vote tomorrow, I would vote for Nancy Pelosi over Kamala Burke. And I know that might come off as like, how could you go against the sister? And I'm like, I have a whole bunch of evidence in terms of why I'm like, I'm not necessarily jumping on the Kamala train. Like when she, did you see the video of her like dancing to Cardi B? I'm like, oh gosh, she's, she's Hillary. <laughs> no, I did not see that. She's doing Hillary. I didn't trust her eyes though. When I, I don't know anything about her, but I saw her and I was, she just gave me, she me. got them Cersei Lannister yes. eyes. So I'm like, nah, bitch. Yes. <laughs> You might be, uh, uh, you know, one of the divine nine. I don't know about your divinity of you, though. <laughs> like, I'm concerned. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is when I'm looking at her, I have seen, you know, some things that speak to her track record. Uh, when she was state's attorney, that I'm just like, I am very big on calling people out. I don't give a fuck if you black. You can you can side with me on loving lemon pepper chicken wings and a freeze pop all you want. But it's like at the end of the day, I need to see actual, you know, um, action for you as a representative for the gentry or for the citizens of this country, which directly will help us. And I personally at times have been concerned um, that she hasn't necessarily done that. Like, when she was state's attorney, she literally voted down or against letting out non-violent offenders because it would be tapping it or lowering like the labor pool from prison. Okay, sis, so you want these Starbucks cups made more than you want people to get out of jail for non-violent crimes. She was a proponent of the threat rule. I think I did hear that. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of instances where she could have voted more liberally than she did. And I think what her her strategy has been long ball in the sense of like, I know this is what I'm trying to gear up for, which is a more national stage. So let me try and like toe the line so I don't annoy people on a local level. But I'm like, bitch, you're annoying the people on the local level whose votes you need, which yeah. is ours. So, I mean, you can dance to money all you want, girl. That ain't you pussy popping to to tip drill ain't gonna get you in good with me. I'm just saying. You think she she was thinking that way when she decided to announce that she was running on MLK Day? I mean, yeah, that's I mean that's all a thing. Like it's yes, I am a black woman. Mm-hmm. I am you know in this huge national platform, and on the hallowed day. Mm-hmm. Of Martin Luther. Well, I don't know where that what guy. The, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Got <laughs> England. In my head, I was thinking about the original, the Martin Luther. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to go Martin Luther. <laughs> like what? Martin Luther. <laughs> I needed more Luther Vandross, not not Protestant Martin. Sorry. But no, yes. I mean, of course, it makes sense for her to announce that on that day. And then I need to see more from her. And my vote is still out. So no, just because, like, literally the day she announced, everyone's like, come on, 2020. And I'm like, <laughs> I was more of a, that's cute let's see what else is in this pool because another thing that i feel the republicans do an excellent job of they prey upon the confusion of the democratic party 
they will have a couple of candidates. We didn't throw in Beto and Kamala and Elizabeth and Bernie still hanging on. And I don't know what the fuck Joe Biden's camp is doing. It's just like we throw in 45 people and it split our votes. And then you wind up with people voting for idiot like Jill Stein. I'm like, why, sis? She had no chance in hell of winning. This was a waste of time. So it's just things like that that I'm like, nah, I can't go. But her raps be cute. I guess. She grabs the shit out of her hair. Um, what else happened in the news this week that was a key to the key for me? So, since we have this opportunity, I I have to know now. Um, what is your obsession with sixty days in? It's it's really concerning. Let me tell y'all, she has started playing solitaire. <laughs> like solitaire. Okay. Like she got the cards. I'm looking at them on the table now, and she will physically play. I guess to like what tap into your prisonness. Like I don't. I do feel like I'm part of the community when I'm sitting there what? playing solitary, watching it. But uh, honestly, it's. I feel like it's a. It's entertaining. But what it is entertaining. 60 Days In is a show on A&E about people who volunteer to go into prisons. And um, they have their own reasons for doing it personally. But the wardens opened the program to their jails so that they can get intel on how drugs and contraband yeah, are getting into the jail, how the gangs work and operate. And it's ultimately to make the jail better. So that's what the show's about. After watching it the first season, um, you see a lot of people like social workers and, you know, people who have family members incarcerated that are going in just to get, to understand what their loved one is feeling on the other side or to really understand the psyche or what's going on in the prison system and why there isn't really any rehabilitation while they're in there. So I've seen a lot of the individuals that are part of the program actually change lives while they're in jail. So that's really my main reason for watching it is seeing that that outcome. Most of it is trash, but those little pieces are worth it to me. That is my obsession. I now, you. I have watched five seasons at this point. So, yes, I'm walking along the wall and seeing oh, a single file line. I saw her walk around the corner and I was like, Jasmine, you make whip it in this house and I will cancel the entire fucking Comcast. I'm not playing with you. Like... But yeah. I mean, nobody going down this rabbit hole with you. You sit there waiting for the lights to turn on and move. Like, what? <laughs> what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> no. Like, it's locked down. <laughs> exactly. Like, I was live, have been watching the Ted Bundy tapes. Bitch, I scared myself yesterday. Jasmine was like, yeah, I'm leaving for tonight. I had all the doors locked. <laughs> like, I, was, I literally was looking at the window in my bedroom like, that's not safe. I need to secure that. <laughs> Like all it takes is an ingenious, highly intelligent sociopath, and I'm out this bitch. Yeah, I haven't really started that yet. It's just I feel like I have to be in the mood for it, and I haven't. It's an excellent, it's an excellent deep dive, I should say. Are you going to continue to eat on Mike? Just let me know. I wanted a nut. That's what she said. Oh shit! Okay, I just. Damn well, how I meant that. See, y'all, okay, this is why she gets on my nerve. Oh my she immature as shit. I didn't even expect that. One. Like, that was a good one. And here, the earnestness of me saying it, like, I meant pistachios, you freak. <laughs> like, Bert, are you over here on your four fucking Red Bull? 
Um, oh, sad. I'm gonna be getting those. The point is, so I found it interesting watching the Ted Bundy tape or confessions or whatever it's called on Netflix, just based on the fact that like a lot of people truly kept trying to prove that he didn't do it because he just didn't fit the bill. Like when you say like someone mugged an old lady, let's be real, the stereotype oh that you must be black or brown or someone got in a night fight, like whatever your perception is of like the type of people who do crime and here was ted bundy who looked showed up to court in in gold chains like oh bitch by the time he's by every trial came around he was like miami to down had a nice little (laughs) five o'clock shadow had the magnum pi mustache i was like oh he is out here stunting no hoes um but the thing that kind of like blew my mind the most was the fact of like even when the evidence was just like he is guilty, devolving in front of everybody in the courtroom, and people were like, but he just, he's a law student, like he just doesn't seem like it because he was the epitome of what we consider in this country to be acceptable, which is a cisgendered, upwardly mobile heterosexual well, that's cisgender white man, and he wasn't unattractive. Like- and amazing to me. That truly also ties into the shallowness of society because he was attractive. People, he's just charismatic. Like there were scenes of women coming to the. They were like his trial was packed with bitches who didn't even know him. Who was just like he would turn around and be like, "Oh, is he gonna get me next, bitch?" He is (laughs) on trial for killing. No, two women in a sorority house attempted like he thought he had killed all five then went up the street and killed another person then went to the town over and killed a 12 year old girl as like his goodbye to the whole city so i'm just like what type of nut are you now granted i love researching serial killers but that's from a completely different space i'm not fascinated like besties let me figure out a way to like call you know the lipstick strangler well he's dead but you know like i'm not out here trying to be cool with serial killers yeah like fan mail you got fan mail my guy i can't even get niggas i like to text me and a whole ass serial killer is getting fan mail okay sis i give up he did all i have to say is this he did something that made the, one of his defense lawyers so mad his lawyer literally looked at him stood up started in front of the whole the judge hadn't called recess, hadn't said, we gonna take a 10, <laughs> nothing. He stood up, started packing all of his shit, had his briefcase at his side, asked the judge, can I please be removed? And just before the judge even answered, turned around and walked out. Wow. This, I was like, oh, he is, had his Caucasian limit. <laughs> like, he had, <laughs> Oh, he quit the case? Yes, he literally walked out to the media and was like, I can't. <laughs> so... <laughs> I will not. And you can find me a good tip. Like, he was that fed up. When you can't even do your job, where no defense lawyer wants to even try you, come on now. That cracked me. I mean, it, it was not a funny situation. But, like, there were moments where I was just like, is he for real? <laughs> like, it was funny. The absurdity of it. Yeah. Other than 60 days, oh, excuse me. Other than 60 days, and what's your other guilty pleasure? Love After Lockup. It's another one. It's not that great this Is season. that again on A&E? Um, I don't, I'm not sure if that one's on A&E or not. And um, 90 Day Fiance. But there's another one that's called uh, yeah, Married what, at First Sight. Yeah, which I've never heard of that until just now when I Googled it. 
Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I've definitely heard of that one. I just, I can't with that one, but I've totally heard of it. Yeah. I think that's, um, that's all I'm willing to admit to on the mic right now. That's all I can remember at this moment. It's yeah. been a long day. My brain. It used to be Love and Hip Hop, but I, I cannot. I, that show is so ridiculous. I can't even, like, I find myself struggling with the Miami show this year. Yeah, me too. Well, I don't watch it, so, I mean. Oh, I knew. Have you seen Gina Rodriguez crying about, <laughs> I guess, black people being mean to her because. She made them all lives matter as statements about Latina women get it so bad. And- yeah, I didn't um, listen to the interview. I just saw bits and pieces about what that was about, and I did see her in tears. But I, you're going to have to tell the people. I, I have no idea. Basically, she ever since she made statements, it was Little Giant or Little Foot, some movie that she did with Yara Shahidi that they were in it together. It was a cartoon movie, and so. I don't remember what media <clears throat> brand was interviewing them. You know how they got to do press junkets for these movies. And so the guy is just like heaping this praise on Yar Shahidi. He was like, you know, how does it feel to be such an amazing, strong voice for like young black women, all this other stuff. And Yar's like just smiling, got her hands on the armrest. And then Gina leans in and goes, well, I mean, for all women, right? For all. And the media guy looks at her and goes, Yes, but we're talking about black women right now because they, you know, blah, blah, blah. He start rattling off stats. And y'all the whole time is trying to keep it together. But I was just like, this bitch literally tried to all, all women matter, all lives matter, the situation. And so she caught hell from that. And so I guess when she was on Swing in the Morning or I don't know, Cocoa Butter Kisses, whatever the show is called. She then proceeded to like double down on the fact. She was like, when I grew up, I all I had to do was like watch shows with the black community. That's all I had. I always felt like I related to them. And I'm just like, to then bring her dad into it. And she goes, my daddy's a dark-skinned man. So everyone looked up her father and they were like, your daddy ain't a dark-skinned man. I mean, no. Her father looks like. I don't know what specific Latin ethnicity she is, but I'm like, yo, daddy look like a Cuban with a tan, like, or Dominican or Venezuelan or like your father is not dark skinned. Like, and you know the, what the hell dark skin means? Like yo, daddy caramel as fuck. So what are you talking about? And to try and use that as your excuse, I, I have a black friend. I'm so sorry. Shut up. Because it amazes me. Like, you were fine with doubling down on those tropes or those stereotypes. I mean, like, well, all women are special. Bitch, we're not. Water is wet. Cats meow. Dogs bark. These are just, stati- if you want random fucking statistics right now, there you have it. But don't sit here when we're trying to give a little bit of light and a little bit of sunshine to a demographic who already gets nothing from every fucking angle. And now you want to sit here and turn around and make it about you. I just, I could not with that girl. And what makes it even worse, I fucking love Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. I just found out that Netflix got the cartoon version. They didn't get this bitch a backstory and everything. And guess who was voicing Carmen? Gina. So I'm like, do I love Carmen more than I want to smack this girl? I don't know. I'm probably going to wind up watching it and getting annoyed at hearing her voice. But, whoo, child of the ghetto. I can't. Yeah. That's all I had to say for this week. DMX is out of jail. <gasps> he is? Yeah. 
Stop it. What did he go in for? Don't, don't leave that. The past in the past. He looks oh healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Not you. The point is, is full. it is. Oh God. I don't think y'all understand. Like Dogman X is my favorite rapper. <laughs> like I love him like a fat kid love cake. No, <laughs> I just realized what you just barked. <laughs> that was my my Yelp of like, don't do that. What? But um, I was listening to Joe Budden podcast and they were mentioning how he's around like family and stuff since he's got out, which is a little different than how it usually is when he gets out of jail. He's around the same people that's making him go work and be put in the same. Uh, situations to go down the bad path again so he looks healthy he got out and was with like his fiance and his daughter or something and like just being around good energy i guess i'm hoping because the nigga like how old is he at this point he's 50 like DMX? that's it i mean how old is dmx now i gotta look this up because you, you gotta get tired at some point no he's 48 uh, i don't really want to talk about the game that shit was dumb as hell him rapping about do people Kim still listen to him i don't think that the game has ever had a bad album like all i'm not gonna lie ali is- boomaye is my shit like yeah he puts out quality music which is why i'm like i don't understand why you felt the need to do this unless there's some shit going on behind the scene you don't know about it was just unnecessary, disrespectful. I mean, the woman got kids at this point. Some of them, I'm sure, are online. At least one. Reading shit. North has a secret page. Like, <laughs> that girl got the code name. Barbie Stiletto, number four. <laughs> like, no. I mean, this is going to sound really bad. I think I'd care more if it was not Kanye. Because I'm like... So that's your community. You out here suing Jay-Z talking about some of your lawsuits gave him relevancy again. What? Well, I don't... I wasn't even thinking about Kanye in this situation. Like, truly, I was only thinking about the kids. Like, that's oh. more important than Kanye to me. I guess everyone's angle has just been like, how is Kanye going to unravel now? Like, I mean, you know who you married. Or, like, some of the judgment and trials and tribulations that would come with that. Unfair. Because as much as she is problematic and annoys the shit out of me... Or however you think she came to fame. She hasn't been about that in literally over a decade. Like, yes, people can always throw that in her face and it's petty and immature to do so. But like, let's keep it real. The girl is like kind of at the point where she's removed. Like, she doesn't have to talk about it anymore. She can't just be there, you know, for whatever it is she's there for. Yeah. So She has tons of businesses and ventures, so. Let it go, sis. Let it go. All right. That's all I have to give for So According to IG. Well, I do not know what you all will be drinking come cuffing season 2019 that is currently upon us. But for those long, lonely winter nights where he lied and said he was coming over and he did not, make sure that you have Cavassier VSOP to ease the pain. It kept us posted in the summertime and it'll definitely be here for the wintertime with that smooth, velvety taste that we all love. So make sure whatever you are drinking that it is Cavassier VSOP. VSOP. And now back to Joy Has Questions. So y'all, um, without getting too personal into a situation, um, how would I even set this up or describe it? I made a decision this week for myself. No, I had to, I really was, I guess, finding myself in a more emotional space and I was realizing like, oh shit, like, 
it may not be reciprocated, not because the person is like a bad person, but just because like it's different timing, can't judge people, all this other shit. And so it felt really amazing to, despite whatever the response was from the, just to be like, no, this is my line in the sand. This is what I want. This is what I'm, you know, standing for. And if you're not there, if you don't want to give that, then the status quo is no longer the status quo. It felt really good to say that. And I think what helped me get to that understanding, because the night before, like, I was in bed, like, <laughs> Jasmine lightly rapped on the door. And I'm like, what do you want? Yeah, you were being mean. Like, you, well, you gave was... bad vibes. It wasn't like pink energy it was very blue <laughs> first off blue is my favorite color but, um no my energy was just like what and so after i you know was talking to you about what was going on you made a statement to me that really i feel like this is going to turn into a mantra for me where you were like you have to decide between if what you are feeling are hurt feelings or if some if this person actually hurt your feelings and I literally, <laughs> shut up. But I did. I literally had to sit back and be like, my God, you're absolutely right. There's a difference between you may be carrying in hurt feelings from previous situations or expectations that you placed on the situation that yep. were not, you know, um, agreed upon by both parties or your own idealistic belief instead of what the fuck the reality is. Whatever that comes down to, excuse me. That's different than someone intentionally doing something to be a jackass or to be an ass or to be a fuck boy or a fuck girl. And I think as women, and this is me, I know, yes, toxic masculinity is real and fight the man and all that. But on some real shit, I think as grown women, we sometimes need to take a step back and think like, am I holding this person to a standard that they never agreed upon? So if your feelings are hurt, is it because they did some shit that was not consistent or that actually was them knowing about the issue and then proceeding to make that decision? Or was it you running off into the sunset and getting mad because they didn't run around with, because they didn't want to run with you? Yeah. And I, I sat back and looked and I was like, this is me mm-hmm. like having hurt feelings. And of course I felt better. And I think the thing also, it really was helping me to say like, sometimes you do need to take a step back and process how you're feeling. And I wound up apologizing. Like I still wound up standing by what the fuck I said. And I'm just like, I'm the shit. I don't have to like prove that to nobody. I know what I bring to the table. I know the type of woman I, and I know what I want. And even something else that my girl Chad said that was really amazing. She was like, 2019, we ain't saying no more what we don't want. We're just manifesting and speaking into existence, the type of energy and people that we do want. And I'm like, and I, I know what I want. And if I don't see that, I'm not compromising on it. Um, so yeah, girl, I just wanted to tell you thank you for that. I guess that is my my motivational message. Like, know the difference between somebody hurting you and you bringing your past hurt or, you know, your hurt, past hurt, current hurt, whatever, into yeah. a situation. I'm not very good at hiding when I feel a certain type of way about a situation. Oh, bitch, I was livid. Like, <laughs> he, it was so great. The person was, like, trying to interact with me, and I was just looking like... I have nothing for you. This meeting's over. (laughs) When it gets to, when it gets to that point for me and I can't hide it anymore, I just, I just 
call it out in that moment and i'll be like i just ask am i tripping right now like i'll ask the person am i tripping and that kind of helps me get through the process quicker than going home and being sad about some shit that's in my head possibly no i need to go home and watch a couple episodes of the golden girls i need to like brood i need to mindlessly swipe right on bumble so i can go back to feeling like a bad you know i need to just do dumb shit before i like I don't have patience for that. Like, the process of all that shit, if I don't have to, I'm not about to do that. Well, I mean, I think it all, like, case in point, said per- I, I feel like you are actually having someone in mind that if that was to happen, that how you would respond. And I'm like, the interactions that you've had with this person, you have the freedom just to be like, nah, nigga, what's going on here? You know? Because mm-hmm. I feel like you're talking about a specific person. And me, I'm, I'm looking at it more like hypothetically i guess no No, i I meant in general oh okay yeah i thought she was talking about your light skin wonder (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) oh the smile she has now ladies and gentlemen she be skipping through this house (laughs) what is that (laughs) but no so thank you for that this i guess was a more shortened episode of joy has questions um i'm telling you right now i'm entitling it me myself and consistency um it was gonna be me myself and these hands but oh my goodness (laughs) but no i'm joking i'm like truly joking i don't care that much uh thank you so much as always jasmine for coming through and just being that that true, like that stabilizer, that glue, that filler. Because I, it, I definitely was about to be like, "Fuck this episode, I'm not doing it." So I appreciate you coming on the show, being your second option. No problem, anytime. Bitch, you were my third, but okay. oh my god, <laughs> you know what? I am done. Okay. That's what you get for trying to shade me. I'm like, I got some for that ass. No, um, so yes, uh, tomorrow we're gonna go see an amazing play at the Goodman Theater. Invited to that as an influencer, so I'm happy. I'm gonna go cover that, and then yeah, girl, um, anything you want to announce to the people? Um, not at this time. If I'm on your show again, I'll probably have something. And you definitely will be on my show again. Yeah, I'll have something bigger toward the um, middle of this year. Everyone, have a great week. Please stay bundled up in Chicago. We apparently are hitting temperatures worse than some parts of Alaska and Antarctica. It hurts to breathe. I honestly, no bullshit. I had to take an Uber. I had walked from 63rd and Woodline. Bitch, I made it in front of Apostolic and was like, my chest is about <laughs> to explode. And mind you, the bus, the like bus alert was like four minutes away. I'm like, I'm not going to make it to this thing. <laughs> I stood there, put my scarf over my face and called the motherfucking cab because I was just like, I am not dying in front of a church because of an asthma attack. Like it literally, I'm like, it, the air can't get no thinner. How is it this much humidity and this much pain at the same time? Yeah. Wednesday, I might be working from home because I, I can't. A negative 23? What? I, see, I don't look at the weather because... It's oh, just, but you don't look at news. You I don't, don't look at the, the weather. weather in Chicago is not reliable. Like, they can tell me it's going to be 60 and sunny and it will be snowing and raining. At well, the that's same. just weather meteorology in general is a bunch of bullshit. I mean, yes, it's I feel it's like Chicago is a little bit more <laughs> unstable than most, honestly. <laughs> Chicago never forget the day i saw jerry tap outside channel seven on a smoke break i'm like <laughs> this why your weather off you need to be checking a chart instead of sitting here trying to get a fix what the fuck is going on with you i was so annoyed and he looked like he didn't want to be bothered and i'm just like 
You could have smoked in the alley off the side where no one would realize. Like, first off, you are six foot four with your gargantuan ass. Like, everyone knows you're the chief meteorologist for the number one news station in the city. How are you annoyed right now that people walking past going, it's cheery. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, girl, that was one of the funniest days ever. But, yeah, stay warm, Chicago. Uh, to all the furloughed workers, you know, I hope y'all were able to at least keep these bill collectors at bay and hit them with an IOU. I can only imagine. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have for this episode of Joy Has Questions. Is it shortened? Yes. Is it still me trying to truck through and be consistent? Yes. So I hope you all can appreciate that. And I will holler at you all next week. Bye. Bye. Girl. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>